It's that time once more. It's Turbo Time. Turbo Drive Live. Here on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music. Music. Hey people, welcome to Turbo Drive Live here on Sega Sonic Radio. I'm here back again, kickstarting your weekend into Turbo Drive. I almost lost breath there and I was about to keel over and go into a panic attack, but hey! All for the greater good. The greater good. Uh, welcome, people. Hope you're doing alright. Um, <clears throat> bit of a busy week. Oh, so, a lot going on. Not only in Sonic News, but uh, obviously many other things. Uh, gaming in general, because there's been tons of things going on over the past week. Um, this past weekend, we had uh, PAX. Um, and uh, even the weekend before that, we had Gamescom, which we, uh, which uh, some several news stories were being uh, released through Gamescom. But uh, no, some have emerged from uh, PAX Prime, uh, not PAX East, uh, but uh, PAX Prime, the Prime um, Penny Arcade Expo uh, that uh, happens. In uh, the gaming calendar, or the 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 geek calendar, as such. Um, <coughs> sorry, but uh, yes, um, there's a couple of news stories Sonic related coming out of that, so we'll probably delve into that very shortly with Sonic News Rewind coming up very 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 shortly. And of course, we got Turbo's first impressions uh, this week. Um, uh, talking about a Wii game, I. I haven't been playing my Wii for a while, and uh, I saw this at a good offer, so I thought I'd give it a shot, and I'll give you my kind of impressions on how I went on with that. And I will have a very, very blatant uh, kind of like um, reference to said game with a musical track that will take us into Turbo's first impressions, but that will be later on in the show. Now, with... um, What's going on tonight, uh, well, tonight even? In case you're wondering why I am not in the IRC chat room, it's because uh, if you f- if you were following my Twitter um, this past week, uh, problems arised um, where for some reason I tweeted a an absolute random message uh, or scam message or something like that on Twitter and that got me worried uh, mainly because I didn't post it uh, so yeah so I had to reset all the things and I did a virus scan and whatnot. and um, it turned out that obviously Java Java hates me so much that um, it uh, had you know couple of stupid viruses on them. So, Java is completely wiped off of my computer, and I will not be using Java ever, ever again. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to try to find another way around it with enough time for myself. But for now, I don't need to be in the IRC chat room. I mean, it's good that I get to hear people's messages and whatnot, but there is other ways of getting in contact with me. Oh, yes. I mean, you yourselves, you can stay in the IRC chat room. You can chat away without me being there. And you can you can 
slag me off as much as you like in the IRC Trackman, and I won't be able to see it. But um, if you do want to actually give me a little insight in what's going on in the IRC Trackman, or you just want to send me a request for it later in the show, or you have anything uh, related to Question Up or or raise in, raise awareness or something like that. Sorry, I'm having a very problem with my ear. Don't you hate it when you have that like shivering, uh, that niggling s- sensation in your ear, where it's like it's like tingling, it's like tickling, it's like ugh. <laughs> it's creepy. Um, sorry, but uh, no. If you have anything in mind, then you can either contact me through my email address, which is turbo at sonicstadium.org, or you can tweet me on the Twitter. Tweet. Twit, 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 twit. I'm not twit. It's, no, it's, no. You can tweet. Yes, tweet, 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 tweet. Uh, on Twitter, uh, through my hashtag. Well, my at tag, which is uh, at Turbo XLR, all in capital le- letters. It has always been in capital letters. It will never be in any other format. It will always be in caps. Because it is Turbo XLR! Huzzah! Uh, <laughs> so, anyway. So, yeah, you can send me a message on there, and I'll be sure to uh, shout out people who have uh, who've been tweeting me and whatnot. And uh, su- uh, such people like uh, uh, Sunny. Um, or Sunrose12 on uh, on uh, Twitter. Uh, just give me a hello. So hello, Sunny. She was uh, she followed me earlier in the week. So uh, it's cool that she's uh, listening into the show tonight as well. So that's cool. Uh, but right, anywho's, let's get to it. So we got Turbo Source. Uh, well, Turbo Source impressions later in the show. But for now, let's go into. Uh, Sonic News Rewind for tonight. And what shall we have? Well, seeing that the Great T-Bird has just completed Sonic Spinball for the first time in his life, uh, which is quite a surprise. I mean, fair enough, the guy, you know, he's played certain Sonic classics, but he's never played any of the um, more... Um, what's that word? Um, more uh, outskirt kind of games. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the term, uh, actual word is. But basically, those spin-off games that are faded in people's memories or l- totally loathed in people's uh, thoughts. Um, yeah, Sonic Spinball was one of them. He's never completed it. I've completed it uh, several times. I I even completed the original Mega Drive version um, several uh, once, and uh, it's not an easy game. In fact, there are some little tricks and whatnot that uh, um, even I didn't know you could do until. A good a good while later in uh, a good while, um, or good two or three years later or whatnot, where some some of the things you could do in the game it was like, oh, huh? well, I didn't know you could do that. 
So, yeah. Um, but anyway, to, co- uh, to celebrate uh, T-Bird's recent success, uh, we're going to be playing the music from one of, the, one of the more annoying stages in Sonic Spinball, which is The Machine. So, enjoy this. I will be back very shortly with Sonic News Rewind on Turbo Drive Live only on Sega Sonic Radio. See you on the other side.
Rewind. Hey, people, welcome back. It's time for Sonic Ninja Rewind. Hi there, I'm Turbo. How are you doing? <laughs> Don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, uh, yes, Turbo Drive Live. Only on Sega Sonic Radio here with Turbo... Uh, well, Sonic News Rewind, yes. Ha ha. Ha ha ha. Boom boom. Uh, so yeah. <clears throat> what has been going on in the Sonic New Universe today? Or this week even? Um, over the weekend, obviously, Sonic, uh, Sonic CD has been showcased to the PAX audience uh, during this past weekend. Uh, well, this past Saturday and whatnot. Um, and many details have been coming out in terms of several questions, like, uh, or, well, several questions raised by many people, including, why isn't Sonic CD being released on WiiWare? Uh, you know, who's uh, who's actually, you know, bringing this port over? Um, you know, who is, you know, what's the whole, whole, what's the whole thing with Sonic CD's teaser trailer, uh, being that of one kind of made from Sonic 4's kind of like trailers and whatnot. Uh, where does it fit in the timeline? Does it somehow now become separate from the original games and now has become its own entity or something something crazy or whatever? I don't know, but there's been a lot going on and I'll cover main I'll cover the main things that have been covered. Uh, the reason why Sonic C D and this is coming from Sega and Ken Balog and whatnot, you know, uh, uh, brand man- uh, br- digital brand manager for Sonic at uh, SOA, um, saying that Sonic C- uh, the Sonic CD port, the new port, is too big for Nintendo's WiiWare service. And for good reason, because WiiWare kind of sucks. Um, I can't lie, I've not really bought anything from WiiWare at all. Um, all the stuff that you could get on WiiWare is available on other services. And a better, kind of like, you know, uh, in a better way as well. Like, uh, obviously, you know, I mean, yeah, the Virtual Console, fair enough, I bought a fair few Virtual Console games, but there hasn't been really much else. Plus, my Wii's very old, and for some reason it doesn't want to hold a connection now with my new connection here. With BT, good old BT. Apparently, it it doesn't like the old Wii. Yeah, I mean the Wii's quite old actually. Now it's uh, going on about five years now. Uh, I it my Wii is actually a launch Wii. It's a it's one it's one of the uh, one of the first batch Wiis. So um, I'm very I'm very surprised that it's hold out this long. Um. Anywho, uh, what else have we got here? Yeah, so uh, talks about the port development for uh, Sonic CD. Now, Sonic CD is not being done by Backbone Entertainment, who are the who are the who are mainly the guys who do the uh, emulation ports for the Sonic games. Uh, ma- mainly uh, their ports, or well, mainly the Sega uh, Sonic uh, or Sega Classics uh, kind of like uh, games. Mainly, Backbone Entertainment has done all the Sonic Mega Drive games, you know, Golden Axe, Streets of Rage, all those games, and obviously they've spruced them up a little bit, you know, 
and put them up, up on either Xbox Live Arcade or PlayStation Network or whatever, and uh, you know put their own kind of like twist to it. Uh, this how this time, however, Sonic CD is being done by a uh, separate uh, port team who have actually done a iOS version originally of Sonic CD. Um, you know, with a, a few with a few tweaks from the original uh, design, and um, apparently Sega was so in, so impressed by this uh, by this kind of like uh, uh, hard workmanship with uh, this version of Sonic CD is that they've actually hired the guy who actually did this port for the uh, iOS version. Uh, or the iOS uh, Sonic CD port, and have encouraged him to help, you know, work with a Sonic CD port for uh, other formats, including Xbox Live Arcade and PlayStation Network. So, there you go. Interesting, eh? See, it's things like that that I like about some uh, with some uh, game. I mean, Capcom have done this before, where they re-released... Super Street for uh, hype. Super Street for uh, uh, hyper fighting or I uh, Super Street Fighter to hyper whatever. I I've forgotten the actual full title because it's one of the most ridiculous titles in the series. But uh, they got OC Remix to do the entire soundtrack for that version uh, for that game there. Which was very impressive because you know OC Remix, you know, they're just a bunch of gu- mostly it's but it's just a bunch of guys. Even Bentley Jones or Lee Brotherton or whoever, whatever he likes to be called or whoever likes to call him, um, was part of OC Remix. He did, he's been he's done projects with OC Remix before. In fact, his last project was that of an OC Remix. Uh, off one of the tracks from Dead or Alive 4. Uh, which is kind of interesting. Um, so yeah, you know, being, you know, doing project, you know, doing fan projects or doing your own kind of like whatever uh, will get you noticed. You know, and might actually land you in a job. So, definitely something to think about. Um, also Ken Balog, uh, who kind of like dug himself a grave pretty much over the weekend, um, in talking about where Sonic CD kind of entails, uh, in the kind of like storyline. But, um, many people, many people including myself, kind of thought of Sonic CD as a side story between 1 and 2, because that's really where it kind of came from, is that... Um, well, it mainly came from between development of 2 and 3. Sonic CD came out, I believe. But uh, Sonic CD was actually being made um, uh, during the the same time as... Well, I I don't know. I'm I'm probably wrong in this, but probably in the same production time as um, Sonic 2. But I'm not 100% sure. Uh, so yeah, um, but now obviously 
many people are speculating that Sonic CD, oh great, it's, it's now part of the Sonic 4 saga and whatnot. That's not the case, apparently. Sonic CD is pretty much a self-contained uh, game in its own timeline. Um, where the trailer was not meant to make it like it's part of the Sonic 4 saga. Um, it is its own kind of like self-contained kind of like um, um, you know, game. Which I always thought in in the first place as well, because it involves time travel and all that crap. So, really, if you have a game that ha- involves time travel, it's self-contained. Just like a certain other game that uses time travel that absolutely fucking sucks. Which will, will never be mentioned ever again. Because it does not exist. Anyway, um... Damn the squeaky... I really need a new chair now. Uh, I'm really getting pissed off with this chair. It's squeaky, it makes so much noise, it's falling apart, the fucking wheels are falling off. It's... I need a new chair. Anyway, um... Moving on. Uh, Parasonic anniversary t-shirts coming to Japan. Yay! I mean, I've had a look at the t-shirt. It looks bad, really. In, in all honesty, I don't like the t-shirt designs that's coming to Japan right now. Because basically, it's just basically, uh, I'm guessing Green Hill Zone or Emerald Hill Zone on a t-shirt. With, uh, I'm, 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 no, I'm not feeling it. Uh, I mean, sometimes with t-shirt designs, I like my t-shirts to be black. Because I look slim in black. <laughs> yeah. I'm not terrible. He's a fat bastard. Anyway, so... Um, I never like wearing light light clothing. I like wearing dark clothing. I'm a brooding kind of person. It's like I brood. Anyway. Uh, I'm Turbo. I, I brood in the night. <laughs> It didn't see my actions there, but it's a good thing that I don't have a camera on. <laughs> or otherwise you'd be seeing me uh, trying to cut my wrist. Ugh. Wow, Tur- wow, Turbo, you're very dark tonight, aren't you? Anyway. Um, moving on. Moving on. Oh, TGS. Tokyo Game Show. Uh, another big, you know... Um, gaming gaming event where most of those games will never get, get released overseas. Uh, but of course, Sega has its booth up and listed on the uh, Tokyo Game Show website. So, you know. Uh, it would have... It's got both console and handheld versions of Sonic Generations present at the booth, so everyone's going to be having a all day with that. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, what's other things? Uh, online multiplayer confirmed for Sonic Generations 3DS. Yay. I, I'm not surprised, people. I mean, if they have done on, uh, if they have done Wi-Fi multiplayer since Sonic Rush Adventure, I think they would still keep going. 
you know, even with Sonic Colors, I mean, Sonic Colors, it really didn't have a multiplayer aspect to it, but, you know, um, nevertheless, um, You know, it's. Uh, I mean, Sonic Colors, you only had Sonic. Who's going to play the second character? Oh, Sonic. Or another Sonic. Or whatever. Um, well, so with Sonic Rush, you had Sonic or Blaze. You know, and you could win as Blaze. Blaze was fast enough. She just had a couple of other things that Sonic didn't have either, like hovering. Which is cool. Pyrotechnics for the win. Um... Oh, there's a for you for those people who haven't noticed. Obviously, I did talk about this uh, quite a while ago. Uh, there's been a new set of Sonic stationery uh, for people who are or kids who are going back to school and need some pens and pencils and whatnot and whatever. Um, then aren't you lucky because T-Bird, Mr. T-Bird, has uh, just put up a competition for. Um, a station, uh, Sonic stationery set, and I believe the con- contest is actually quite simple. Um, all you have to do is um, submit a what was it? Uh, what was it? Um, uh, submit a very creative uh, excuse. You know, yeah, um, that is Sonic theme. So. It's um, you have to come up with the best Sonic-themed classroom excuse. Um, you know, so yeah, you know, it's like be creative. Obviously, I've I've heard. Uh, well, T-Bird tweeted a couple of answers. Uh, one was quite very was very good, <laughs> very good indeed. So uh, so yeah, if you want to have your chance at. Uh, you know, winning some Sonic stationery stuff. Crack on. Check out the uh, post, the community blog post that is on uh, the Sonic Stadium's front page right now, which is which is entitled "Way Past Way Past School Sonic Stationery Competition." And uh, check it out and uh, see how you can enter uh, there. So, um, and lastly, Takashi Yuzuka's is behind the mic again by talking about the past and the future of Sonic the Hedgehog. And it is actually quite in-depth here, and I really haven't had a good look at it yet. Um, But yeah, in terms of his kind of like past history of Sonic, it's, you know, he hasn't been given that much control for the games. But now that he's got better control with the series... You know, he, he's trying to make it better. You know, he's he's trying to make it accessible. And he's... Uh, and and trust me, guys. Sonic's, Sonic Colors was the start of the renaissance for Sonic, really. Uh, or the, the reinvention... Uh, the re... Uh, uh, the rekindling of, uh, you know, uh, the Sonic uh, franchise. I mean... We're not. We're gonna ignore Sonic Free Riders because that was a Kinect launch game, and the Kinect sucks. So we're just gonna excuse that right there because that was just a rush job, really. 
and the Sonic Riders. I mean, come on. Sonic Riders isn't that fantastic. But uh, Sonic Colors, on the other hand, Sonic Colors is the start. Um, you can really technically say Sonic 4 Episode 1 was the start. But actually, no. Yeah, let me rephrase that. Sonic 4 Episode 1 was the start. Sonic Colors was the continuation of that great start. Um, I mean, last year alone, Sonic had three titles that was fantastic. Uh, well, I believe there was uh, three titles. Well, Sonic Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing... Aye, Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing, Sonic 4 Episode 1, and Sonic Colors. Those three games, so far in the past couple of years have been the best games Sonic has, uh, that the Sonic franchise has come out. Sonic Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing, on, on the other hand, that's not really a main Sonic game, but it's still, it's still got Sonic's name on it anyway. And that's a great, great title. But of course, that wasn't made by Sonic Team, so many people are leaving that out. Sonic 4 Episode 1 and Sonic Colors, on the other hand, well, particularly Sonic Colors on the Wii, because I still regard the Wii version much better than the DS version, is good, and it is a really good step in where where the franchise is going. Many people are criticizing it and calling it oh, it's not good, it's still not good No, no. Sonic Colors has been the best in recent years. I mean, in the past, there's been shit. There's been bad. But, um... No, Sonic Colors has been the best one so far in recent years. And I do believe that Sonic Generations will continue that. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, if you want to check out um, uh, Takashi's uh, full interview uh, with uh, the website Pocket Gamer, then uh, the link is in the TSS news post there. So, there you go. Anywho, uh, that's all the Sonic news. Um... Seeing a couple of tweets and uh, uh, messages, Vlubs a spy going on, going on to me saying that Java sucks. And yes, I know, and it sucks even more because it was carrying viruses. The bastard. Um, I mean, before I started using Java, I was using MIRC, and I've completely forgotten how to use MIRC now. Um, I've forgotten what the server is, and I've forgotten how to log into the ser- uh, into the chat using the correct server. It's completely, completely confusing to me. So I just need to find a way of trying to get MIRC to work again for me, and hopefully somewhere. So I'm gonna get into it, people. So I'll I will get into it. But as long as you're giving me messages on my email which is turbo at sonicstadium.org, or you're tweeting to me um, through at turboxlr. If you're tweeting there, you're getting in contact with me. You're getting, you're being part of the show. So, or you're being, you know, you're interacting with the host. Yeah, enough said. Um, but yeah, got another tweet uh, from Virgil. Uh, you can say just posting my usual Friday hello, but I should honestly say more during the week to you. Yeah. Um, 
Well, you don't really have to say much through the week, really. You know, I mean, heck, I've got uh, many of my many of my friends on um, on uh, Twitter. You know, many many of the friends that I talk to. You know, like uh, T Bird and the uh, main and uh, uh, Earth Art and Viger and whatnot. We they don't talk about me at all on Twitter. Not that much. Not not as much as you would expect. Um, mainly because I talk to them in other means, like in you know in kind of like private stuff. So like in TF2 or on Xbox or PlayStation Network or or MSN or whatever. You know they don't u- usually mention me on Twitter. Mainly because they're too busy fucking using Sonic Twitter or Sonic tweets or uh, the Sonic tweeting collection thing. Shitty blah 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 blah. You know that's I can't really get into um, mainly because I know it's a collecting game and it's a card collecting game, but it's not. It's not a proper card collecting game. It's it's a fake card collecting game. Um, no, when I want to collect something, I collect physical media. Physical media of a collection, like for example the the what was it? the sticker book, the Sonic sticker book that came out last year, um, or was it earlier this year? I can't. Ah, it was last year. Sorry. Um, all right, that that came out last year. Collecting all, uh, collecting the stickers for that, and collecting all of the stickers. And uh, funnily enough, I was able to just get. All the stickers in 40 packs. So I was very lucky. Um, but, uh, although I did actually have a couple of trades. I don't, I'm not 100% sure. So Did I have a couple of trades? I, I can't remember. But that that's collecting. Not not making random tweets and hoping to get the right, right cards. And it, it, basically... It is TF2, but on Twitter. Twitter. Not Twitter. 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 No, Twitter. Um, it's pretty much TF2. It's it's a random assortment. It's like yeah, you make you you make a tweet. Uh, you, the tweet gets scored, and you get uh, you get a random card out of it. You know, or random cards, um, depending on how how much uh, that. Tw- Tweet is worth, and then you get. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, if you do not, if you do not pick up the card, and it's or if it's a card that you already have, then you can use it as a dash for to get even more cards or something like that. I don't know. I have no clue. But basically, it's basically a collecting game, as such. That re- has no. That has no rhyme or reason to it. There's no ultimate. There's there's an ultimate goal, and that's collecting to collect them all. You know, gotta collect them all, people. But uh, other than that, I can't really find myself. I I mean, I'm already doing that already, and that's in TF2. I'm already doing that kind of thing, and I don't need to be doing that for anything else, <laughs> especially for Twitter, because I already have no life already. I don't want any more of my lives going down the drain. (laughs) 
or or any other hours of my life going down the drain even um anywho uh let us get on with the show and uh, go into turbo search impressions and this song will pretty much give you the biggest the biggest nod into knowing what is up for turbo search impressions this week so I'll let you have a listen to it. I'll see you on the other side for Turbo Source Impressions on Turbo Drive Live. Turbo Drive Live. Only on Sega Sonic Radio. So, enjoy. Reflections on the water More than darkness in the depths See him surface and every shadow On the wind I feel his breath Golden eye, I found his weakness Golden eye, he'll do what I please Golden eye Sweetness, but a bitter kiss will bring him to his knees. You'll never know how I watched you from the shadows as a child. You'll never know how it feels to be the one who's left behind. The tears are proud But now my time has come And time, time is not on your side See him move through smoke and mirrors Feel his presence in the crowd Other girls, they gather Shadows as a child You'll never know How it feels to get so close And be denied It's a gold and honey trap I got for you tonight Revenge, it's a kiss This time I
Turbo's first impressions. Yay, welcome back. It's time for Turbo's first impressions. And yes, if you have not got it from that song alone, I am reviewing, or giving my first impressions at least, on Golden Eye 007 for the Wii. Yes, uh, the Wii, uh, Wii 2010 uh, remake of Golden Eye. Um, I've had my eye, <laughs> pun intended, uh, on uh, this game for quite a while, mainly for one particular thing, and that was the Gold Classic Controller Pro uh, uh, controller that came with the bundled version of Golden Eye. And, um, with that, I mean, I was very intrigued with the controller, just mainly the controller itself, and, yeah, um, it's a good thing I actually waited for a good while until the price went down quite a lot, um, uh... The only reason I only picked it up is that we we got in, uh, the shop, our shop, anyway, Got in a mint mint pre-owned copy of GoldenEye 007, the bundle pack, and new. If it was still new, it's still forty quid. Um, but for pre-owned, it was only seventeen ninety-nine. So that was that was more than half of the new price, and. Yeah, that was quite that was quite a bargain. Um to get not only the game but also the controller as well. So yeah, not really not a bad not a bad deal because if you would know the classic controller pro, well the black one anyway, that's available um uh, on its own is 23 quid now. So essentially, you're getting the controller for a five or less with a game. Can't go wrong with that. Um, but how does the game fare, and how does it? Re- I mean, obviously, the GoldenEye game for the Wii is a complete overhaul on the original um, story based on the movie GoldenEye. And being a fan of GoldenEye. I mean, GoldenEye was the first movie to host Pierce Brosnan in the role as James Bond. And Pierce Brosnan... I do actually class Pierce Brosnan quite high on my list as James Bond characters. Um, mainly because he did have that kind of like personality that was kind of a Bond character. So, you know, that's why I like GoldenEye quite well. Because it was one. it was one of the first... Uh, well, it was Pierce Brosnan's first role as James Bond, so that was cool. Um, and J- uh, Goldeneye had so many f- memorable characters as well um, in it. I mean, it, it, I mean, pretty much Goldeneye was the shakeup of the Golden uh, of the 007 movie franchise. I mean, you had uh, you know a brand new uh, car- a, a brand new actress for M. Uh, the character M, uh, you still had the original the original Q uh, in his role, um, you know, and 
you know, obviously you have a new Bond, you have, you know, uh, a new storyline, um, with uh, several with several twists in it, you know. Um, but for Goldeneye on the Wii, of course they couldn't use the entire originality. Obviously they have the they have, or Activision, I should say, had the li- has the license for the Bond fr- uh, franchise. That's cool. However, of course, Pierce Brosnan. By the time this game came uh, was coming into fruition, obviously he wouldn't want to be part of this part of the Bond franchise anymore. Really, in honesty, so sucks to be him. Um, so for for the development of GoldenEye, they just thought, you know what? Let's just remake it with the Bond license that we have right now, with Daniel Craig as Bond, and let him do some kind of like work for us for this new GoldenEye game. And they cracked on with it. What they got... Now, comparing the storyline for the game, the Wii game, compared to the movie and the original game um, of that, of GoldenEye on the N64, uh, I hate how the game... And this is, com- this is always this is I I think this is always the case with a game like Bolt and Goldeneye, where all the cutscenes, pretty much all the cutscenes, are from Daniel Craig's perspective, as in Bond's perspective. When he's talking to a character, or it's a cutscene in action, you're you're seeing the you're seeing the cutscene portrayed in the eyes of James Bond. That's annoying. It's always been annoying, and it's like, but obviously with Valve for like um, you know Valve games like Half Life, Portal, and whatnot. And yeah, yeah, the cutscenes are in first person, but the camera's not moving all the time. It's not moving swaying side to side. It's not at an angle. It's not... Or whatever. It, it, it's not moving. It's The camera's not moving all the time in some cutscenes for um, for Valve games. Whereas in GoldenEye, it becomes a little sickening after a while. It, 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 it really does get to you. Um... But besides that, some of the story elements for GoldenEye on the Wii, um, some of them includes, you know, like, uh, you know, da- Daniel Craig's character as Bond, you know, as Bond, he's good at, I don't think the storyline of GoldenEye is really in Daniel Craig's, uh, Daniel Craig's league, in all, in all honesty, um, I mean, Daniel Craig's a good Bond, but not for that era. Like, GoldenEye era. You know. Um, you know, Daniel Craig's good as the Bond as he is in, like, um, Quantum of Solace and... Uh, uh, what's this? What's this? Uh, what's the other movie? Uh, Casino Royale, which was the first one that he actually portrayed. But... For the storyline of Goldeneye, it I I just don't I don't 
see it really. I don't. I, I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of the original Golden and I, and it with Daniel Craig in the role for that storyline, it it just doesn't work with me really. Um, they do have so you know they have the characters in the correct kind of like uh, in the correct roles and whatnot. They got rid of one of my favorite characters from the original, which was Boris. I am invincible! I love that guy. The guy was the most arrogant bastard in that movie. He was a computer hacker, a computer programmer, um, like uh, the female lead, we're talking here. Um, The female lead being that of uh, Natalia... Natalia blah 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 blah. I can't remember her Russian name, but uh, uh, she was the other programmer in the movie, or well, game, whatever. And you know, it's like, um, well, they pretty much got her pinned down. Obviously, they don't have the same uh, the same actress. Of course not. You know, but uh, no, the, the you know. For the game version, it's almost the same. Um, um, the other characters, including like the villains, like uh, uh, Rugamov, uh, General Rugamov. Um, he, you know, he's well, Russian. You know, he, you know, he, he's one of the bad guys. Yeah, whatever. Um, Anita Onatop, I believe her name is. Well, obviously she's the gener- you know, she's the pun uh, villain uh, villain in this movie, uh, or well, in this in this game and whatnot. Onatop, she's not as crazy in the Wii version or or the Wii GoldenEye game than she was in the actual film. In the film, she was much more crazy, and and of course, the whole thing with Onatop is that <laughs> she can kill, she can pr- literally kill guys by crushing their pelvises. That was the whole thing. She she could pr- she's she can literally have sex with you, and she can kill you while having sex while she's on top. That that that's the joke. That's the whole thing of her character, but in the game, it's not that common in the Wii game, obviously, and for good reason because well, actually, actually the 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 game's a sixteen, um, and it's more it's more for the sense of the gunplay really rather than on a top's kind of like personality or whatever, but no on a top doesn't have that characteristic that she had in the movie. It was completely, completely disregarded. Um, Thus, completely... um, You know, it, it, it... It makes the name... It makes the name irrelevant. Cause she's not on top. You know... Because, <laughs> cause her her last name's on a top, and you know she, she's she's supposed to be on top, 
you know, but she's not. She's she's never okay. The the only time the only time you actually see her on top is when she's fighting James um, in a scene in a in a quick time. See, we'll get to that in a minute. In a quick time event, you know um, that you have to do. And she's on top. She's wrestling. She's fighting you, and she's on top. Fair enough. She's on top of there, but. Overall, she's not really portraying her character that well. Um, Double six. Um, What's there to say? He's obviously the character. Spoilers, by the way. Double six, who you meet in the beginning of the game. Obviously, you're having an agent. He gets killed in action. uh, And then you find out he's part of the Giannis group. Uh, who's actually the leader, and he survives. He survives a bullet to the fucking head by General Rumumov for one. one moment. I still don't get it. How the fuck? How the fuck he kind of like survives a bullet to the head? It. it I don't know. Uh, anyway, but when you see him in the game, after, after obviously he's initially killed. Well, initially killed off. When you see him again in the game, he doesn't have a scar. He doesn't have a single facial disfigurement on his face. They did that, however. They did do a kind of like scar, kind of like, you know, uh, disfigurement on a character, but not on the right character. No, they gave the scar to Volkowski, which is the contact in the movie. In the movie, it's the contact who sets James up for a meeting with Giannis, with the Giannis group. However, in the game, in the Wii game, uh, Volkowski... Um, he's part of this club and whatnot, and you go to find him to find out who would need uh, a helicopter that could survive an EMP blast or an EMP detonation. Which is kind of annoying. Uh, But then, when you go to see uh, Volkowski, and obviously he's there, and it's like, uh, like, you did... You did this to me. You you scarred my face. Why should I help you? You 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 British pez you pr- British Ponzi man. And obviously Daniel Craig being this Daniel Craig, and it's like a how about I give you a ma- matching set or something like that. Um, but then once he gives you information, who's there on the top? And he shoots him. With James's gun, nonetheless. Typical. Um, but you see, in the in the movie in Goldeneye, Volkowski doesn't get killed in Goldeneye. He gets killed in uh, the world is not enough. Yeah, but that's with a completely different character. Not in Goldeneye. You don't... 
you don't get a second char- secondary character like him to give you information and just instantly kill him off in the game. You could you could have done something else though. I mean, anything you could have had Fukowski just call call his guards to say, you know what, I I've given you your information. Now I want you to fuck off, or better yet, die. And calls his boys. Better anything than just fucking getting them killed off or anything. I I don't know. Anyway, uh. Other, th- I think everything else, other than those, everything else is pretty much like the movie. Um, the only thing I hate, and you've probably guessed it, yes, there is quick time events. The bane of the bloody gaming industry is in this game, and at great extents. <sighs> Yeah. Quick time events is in this blasted game. I hate quick time events, as you would probably know if you've ever listened to the show. Um, I've re- I really can't deal with quick time events. It's a real pain in the fucking ass. Um, but yeah. Um... Though, overall, GoldenEye, I know I'm running off over time a little bit. Um, final Verdict. It's okay, but... I would have suggested not to remake it. I really didn't. I really didn't. I mean, it uses staples from current day... First-person shooters, obviously. In fact, it's it's actually published by Activision, so I'm guessing Activision threw, threw in their kind of like, um, kind of like first-person, per, uh, first-person kind of like expertise at it. So like called it, and it has that Call of Duty feel to it. It really does, and I really hate it. I don't like Call of Duty. Even the gameplay of Call of Duty, I do not like. Um. Yeah, I can really... I, I, I just never like it. Um, and GoldenEye has has that thing, and it has that problem. And trying to play it with the classic controller, and I was only playing it with the classic controller, mainly because I wanted to use the classic controller and see how it felt. It didn't feel good. It never did. Um, I just don't think classic controller f- support on on Wii games are just not good enough, you know, um, because the controller is just so, it's not fantastic, the controller setup is not good, it is not good at all, um, you know, it just doesn't feel right, and that's why I feel better with a GameCube controller, you know, or, you know, and, or, uh, I'm, I'm now becoming more adapt to the PS3 controller now, but, um, even the, you know, still. But my personal preference is still the Xbox 360 controller. If I'm playing controller f- setup games. Um, but anyway, uh, if you can find the game cheap, by all means, 
if you can, if you're lucky, to find golden the Golden Eye Gold pack, uh, like uh, the Gold Controller pack. Like I said, if you can find it pre-owned, or if it, if some stores have transferred the game to be from mint to pre-owned, and it's tw- it's less than twenty quid, I suggest picking it up because it gets you the gold classic controller, which is cheaper than the actual pro controller that's available right now. So do that if you can. Um, other than that, the game I ha now many people are probably saying you haven't played the multiplayer. Uh, the multiplayer is supposed to be fantastic. Problem being, like I said earlier uh, in the show, my Wii doesn't want to connect to the internet that well with my current connection now. For good reason, because it's a it's a launch title, and b it's you know it's the Wii. The Wii's the Wii's online is crap so I couldn't play any of the online stuff um so so in all honesty it's like I didn't play any of the Wii uh, online modes I didn't play any of the multiplayer modes mainly because no one's here to play it with me I mean I could have had split screen but frankly I couldn't be arsed uh I wanted to play through the the single player oh and by the way um for the harder difficulties if you want to play this game on the hardest difficulties, you have to be damn sure to get every single objective done. Okay? So, if you play it on Agent, and there's optional, or there's additional objectives you have to do, you have to do them. You have to do them. If not, if you complete the game, if you complete that level without doing all the missions, and you fail the missions... The game automatically bumps you down to the lowest difficulty, which is bullshit. Um, it should either let you retry, it lets you retry the blasted mission, or you start again. Don't just go on continue continuing the game on the lo- lowest difficulty because you want to play. You want to. Uh, play at a decent difficulty to your skill, you know, but being punished for not doing all of the missions is not, it's not a just just enough excuse to continue here. That's why I like, that's why I've liked the system that GoldenEye on the N64 had, where it did have a story... Obviously, did have a story mode, but the missions you started it it was done individually. It didn't carry on into the next mission, whether or not you complete or not. No, it's it had the mission. It's like you select the mission, select your select your difficulty, and then if you did all the if you did all the kind of like objectives in that mission. And you complete it. Obviously, it'll tell you. If you missed one, it'll say, mission failed. But it'll take you back to the mission select screen. And you can either choose that mission again, or continue on. But really, you would want to keep playing the same mission to get... To unlock, you know, the the proper difficulty you want to play. So, 
but I I really how hate it how on the Wii Golden Eye it just get it just carries on through the game nonetheless. If you just if you failed any of the optional objectives, it bumps you down to the uh, the lowest difficulty, and you carry on blissfully, unaware of it. That's how I say, and I'm kind of disappointed with that. It should actually say, "Hey, if you want to continue with this difficulty, if you want to try again, try again in this mission to continue, and then go on." Um, so yeah. That is me for this week. I'm going to end it at that. Um, we got one request for Tidal Tempest. Uh, uh, from Sonic CD, uh, the US soundtrack, so, uh, which I think was... It was a remake of that. Ah, yeah, Fresh, Fresh Prince of Tidal Tempest. <laughs> yeah, I actually have that. Uh, I did play that on this, uh, on the show one time. Um, where is it? US track. Yeah, here we go. Um, present. There we go. So that will be your ending song for tonight. So. Enjoy this. I will see you next week. Same time, same place on Sega Sonic Radio. Um, of course, we are now out of the official drought of gaming, uh, of of the gaming industry. So all all the big titles are coming out now, including some that I'm I can't wait to get myself. So uh, there's got to be some cool stuff coming coming your way in terms of Turbo's first impressions. But uh, until then, I've been Turbo. This has been Turbo Drive Live on Sega Sonic Radio. Enjoy your weekend, people. And see you next week. Same time, same place. Don't forget to check out all the, all the other shows here on Sega Sonic Radio. And be sure to listen and chill out to all the latest, all, all the 24-7 Sonic music that you know and love. So enjoy it and see you next time. Bye-bye.
Thanks for listening to Triple Drive Live. Only on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music.